was a series based on one company suing another because they were like, we made it first. I'm like, no, we made it first. Anyway, let's we're starting. Uh, go for I'm going to give you a countdown. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a D&D podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Mark, Simon, and Jomo, wonderful players. How are you all doing today? Pretty good. Been just... well, thank you. We have no purdy. There's no purdy, so therefore there is no neither. Um, but that is okay, because it's university and yeah, people Honor. disappear. Anyway, she drank all of the like family wine that she bought. On a, re- on, on a related note to what to what we were saying before, the stream started was extremely related to uh, relatable for, um, for our audience. Joe, Joe is eating a small corn the caterpillar snack thing. Um, yes. My my friend Jess, who Alex also knows, posted a picture on Facebook recently um, of the corn the caterpillar cake that she had in her cupboard for. Um, so I think it, maybe it was. I think it was. I don't know if it was her birthday, but anyway. Um, and she opened the cupboard one day, and a mouse was in it. <laughs> oh dear! That was, that was a hell of a time oh. for the music to like swell. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds like student living to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh she's she's a qualified doctor. <laughs> oh, no. That's a bit more anyway. Real. Anyway, many of things has happened, and we do have another recap, and it is another pre-recorded recap, uh, which we are. Uh, it's up to you whether you like the music play through or if you go straight into well, yeah let's just all sit here in silence while we wait for this to end but the music let's... is drowning me out it's so loud i need to be louder <laughs> i will not be the constant dj i will look over and i will change songs i will not be sitting uh, here changing one percent you will not be the consistent dj you will be the inconsistent DJ. yeah thank you, uh-huh. thank you. Thank anyway, you. we are going to uh, as before you may want to turn up your headphone volumes because uh i don't know how loud this will come out across the thing but it is time for episode two recap dear diary it's been a head tip week already we've only been here for five days Maze and I arrived last Saturday and met our doormates, Carly, Samir and Conwell. I'm not really sure what to make of them all yet, they're different from my friends back home. Carly is very intelligent, but I'm not sure he knows it yet. He's also related to a strangeling, which is awesome. Conwell is so nice and easy to be around. I like him a lot. I'm still unsure of Samir though. There's something about him that I just can't put my finger on. We also met our neighbours, Gail. She lives with a group of girls that I cannot stand. They remind me so much of the girls back home, which don't trust them one bit. On Sunday, we explored around the city, seeing the old clock tower and the mall where we bought some wine and a bunch of other things. It was a lot of fun. Monday, we toured the campus and then went to Dublin at Dreams again, the famous tavern owned by the descendants of Elsie from the Strangelings. Tuesday was pretty slow. Cromwell, Carly and I went to the library in the morning to get some information on the university and our courses. And then we went off to the society fair. There's so many different societies, but of course, I'm mostly interested in gymnastics, dance, strangeling society, dragon chess club, history club. I'm not sure if I can fit them all into my schedule, but I'm most definitely going to try. We ended the day with me beating Carly in dragon chess. He's actually a pretty quick learner. It's so nice to have someone intelligent to talk to. Wednesday was such a busy day. 
It started early, we're going to see the Palestine Ben Fayal challenge singing. It looks like it's a year-long competition with multiple activities ranging from finding some Dragonstone thing to fight robots in an arena. There's even an assault course section we have to do. We came up with the name on the spot, the Vey Lunatics. I love it. We decided that we might as well fill in the time before we go to see the professors. So we went and checked out the assault course in the guild hall. Maze and Samir gave it a go, and it looks extremely complex. Maze completely messed up at one point, falling 10 feet to the ground. Luckily, Carly was around to heal her. They both got pretty tired, and Cromwell had already left to go to the Adventures Guild. About some apprenticeships, I think. So we went to check out Way's tree in Flora Square quickly. Maze and I had the bright idea to try and climb inside the treehouse, but we kind of messed up. Maze fell hard, and when I tried to follow her, I broke off a huge chunk of wood from the side. So we threw it away and ran to meet the professors, pretending nothing had happened. I met Professor Boregun. He teaches history and theory on studies. Turns out the rumours are true. He really is a prince. As if I wasn't nervous enough about being in the classroom full of people already. My professor is a prince. Ugh! I'm so excited to learn from him though, especially if he knew the strangelings. After that, I was feeling pretty exhausted and nervous, so I left to go back to the apartment to relax a bit before the others got back. Uni is definitely different to being homeschooled, just hope I can keep up. I'm so excited for everything to happen, this is a fresh start for me. No one knows our family here, I don't have to live up to my parents name. I can just be me for the first time ever. I'm so excited. There we go. Our wonderful uh, episode two recap, lovingly written in the diary of uh, Neva Montgomery Cartwright. That was really clever. I like that. <laughs> I like the fact you can hear the scribbling in the background as well. Yes, just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. So, as of course we've had. My my takeaway from it, but as good as it was, is that uh, she thinks that great character is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Mace has got an intelligence of 10 compared to... (laughs) I I do, it's my favorite line of the entire thing. It's good to have someone intelligent to talk to. They are are sisters, aren't they? I mean, that's what sisters are like. As was described, you are currently in the meet the in the in the great hall of uh, Callaway Quad, doing a meet the professors, uh, uh, whatever you'd call it, like meet the professors <laughs> experience <laughs> is what I'm going to meet and greet. Um, you have all just met Bregan, uh, Professor Bregan, uh, and have just moved over to talk to, and I did have it, Jessica Twain. Jeff Katwain. Jeff Katwain. As you move over uh, from that diary entry, which is only slightly in the future from where we currently are, Elsie, uh, Elsie, uh, Jesus, oh, it's done it. It's you done guys it. need to stop. <laughs> Neva, you gotta stop. Neva was, uh, excuses herself, uh, saying that she, she is overwhelmed and wants to go back to the uh, apartment to calm down and evidently write an entry in a diary. Uh, so I don't remember if you had already walked over. I think I ended the episode by having Jeff Katrain be like, you're right. Um, you did. So effectively, you're all standing in front of... Uh, oh. I, I, you still got the image. 
in uh, Discord, but I will describe again. She's a halfling, uh, just over three foot tall, evidently fairly young, um, about all of our ages apart from him there. Uh, dark brown eyes, um, fairly trim body, dark brown skin, skin? Skim, skin, dark brown skin, spiky wild hair, which is dyed a light blue, and wears this large swashbuckler's coat, which is currently hung on uh, the chair over a crop top, and there's this large stone and wooden staff with spikes sort of at the top of it, uh, rested against the the, uh, the desk that she is sitting at. And as you walk over, she looks up, uh, having obviously been writing some stuff, nothing looks particularly interesting. There's you know, some... Uh, some um, uh, elven writing alongside some what appears to be runic stuff, possibly to do with spells. Uh, she looks at me and says, You're right. Hello, hello uh, Professor. Um, my, my name's Cromwell. Um, I'm, I'm going to be in your your class this year for, for Arcane Theory. Well, it's uh, lovely to meet you. And you. Uh, I would like to immediately uh, present myself for um, any apprenticeship opportunities that you might have available as well. Uh, as soon as possible, I'd, I'd like to get started if that's okay. Oh, well, um, weren't any uh, apprenticeships off the front of all this, but I'm sure we can work something out if you're uh, keen to learn a bit of extra. Um, we tend to run uh, some sort of like classroom helping stuff for the uh, second, third years and that, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, maybe not yet. Get through a couple of lessons first, just so you know what's really the uh, sort of, you know, content we're going through. And then uh, I'll see what we might be able to do. I, I, I've got to be honest with you, though. Uh, most of what I'm doing is like marking uh, and like paperwork stuff nothing too interesting just you know opportunities to learn um prep i will say pre uh, preferably paid opportunities due to my, my circumstances right. here right. but uh you know if there's opportunities to learn um i, I already made uh, inquiries um and said it, it was possible that i might be able to get an apprenticeship with yourself uh, and um professor morthagas uh, do you do you agree mm -hmm. that there'd be time for that time uh possibly i, I mean I, I, we'll just see how your studies uh, are going uh one of the biggest issues if you want to be paid it, it comes down to funding you know like how much we can pull for our particular subjects uh you're lucky the the uh, arcane arts are quite you know prominent in uh in a university um more likely that uh professor morthagas is going to be able to get you a paid internship um but i don't know what doing what Possibly like maintenance stuff of some of the um, magical items, or like sorting out some some classroom stuff and this and that. I don't know. But we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll pass along. See if there's anything you know needed. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, Any yes. questions about the course itself? But I wanted to introduce myself as well, actually, uh, Professor, because I'm also doing arcane theory. Right, I'm looking right, forward lovely. to uh, looking very much forward to. I've, uh, no one in our family has really had uh, magic before, and uh, I'm I'm quite interested in uh, learning a bit too. Well, everything I can really. I, I don't really know where to start. Oh, yeah, well, it'd be nice to have you around. Um, I'm not sure if you already know, but I'm I'm in charge of uh, the module making spells. It's uh, all about obviously uh, how to create spells, how are they made, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, and possibly we'll be doing a little bit of making your own spells, whether they're successful or not. Uh, 
that's why we've got the uh, magic training room in uh, you know in uh, in the university. But um, yeah, fun stuff. If you're looking more for like where does magic come from and and sort of all the different magical schools and stuff, that's more. Or Professor Mathagus, he, he's very clever with all those different things. Um, but right. I do take an individual module on uh, on uh, divination, uh, which is obviously its own contained thing, and a little bit of uh, spellcraft. Well, could I mean, you? I, so go, go on. Sorry, you, you, you go, Carl. No, I was just going to say that sounds really. I mean, I've, I've obviously I, I got quite a lively interest in history and and uh, and mm. how things work, but also uh, because I seem to have. Uh, Somehow, have been blessed with the ability to, to cast spells. I'm really interested in honing my skills and imp- improving what I can do. So, it sounds like uh, what you could, uh, what you could do to help me sounds um, absolutely fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's what universities for, isn't it? Wow, brilliant, yeah. brilliant! I'm looking forward to it immensely. Um, yeah. Could could Sorry, you tell please. us a, a bit more about about making our own spells? Just because I um, I also don't uh, don't really know why I can I can do magic uh but it, it i don't often seem to have like a great deal of control over the, the shape that it takes um yeah. yeah well um we're making spells obviously it um uh, it's a lot of conceptual stuff uh some in practice but it, it's difficult to put into practice because you know as you both said you get uh, magic comes from lots of different sources but uh effectively overall um effectively overall you will learn the basic building blocks of spells and you know sort of uh why they are spells what makes the magic how you can like make stuff appear and stuff like that uh and then sort of learn how different aspects of magic interact together and uh how you can combine those to do sort of what you want obviously mostly especially for first year it'll be very simple stuff um nothing you know world ending um but you know if you uh went into a uh, a specialization uh, with with uh, spellcraft and that kind of stuff. Um, you will <laughs> typing. You will mute yourself. What? You will mute me. yourself. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> you will learn, you know, a lot of the more uh, intense things that we have to be a lot more careful with. But for now, we'll just we'll just start with the building blocks, and uh, obviously, you'll learn a lot of it as we go through the actual course. So, so we will in in this first year be be making our own spells. Yes, although it won't be in the first term. I'm I'm a third term only for you because it's better for you to learn more about where magic comes from and some of the basics of magic in its own right before uh, I start to teach you how to craft it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will be taking some lessons in the first two terms, but it will be alongside uh, Professor Mothargus's stuff rather than taking the module myself. Okay. And uh, I noticed he, he's not here today. Do you know where we might go find him to introduce ourselves? Oh, he's meant to be, but um, most likely in his office. He do, he's not really the social kind, uh, which I know is obviously awkward for a professor. But he, I mean, realistically, um, not that you're for me. He's mostly here because he gets funded to do research and has to do some lecturing at the same time. But he's very clever. This is the problem. He's very, very smart. So it is useful to listen to him. What's he like as a teacher? Is he a, a good teacher? I mean, I wouldn't say he's a bad teacher. I think I think overall, he's a good teacher, but not very um, interactive. Like, if you are looking to ask questions, he will answer them, but he'll answer it and then move on. There's not a lot of waiting and holding back. If you're struggling, uh, you may not get 
too much assistance from him. Obviously, there are plenty of clubs and other uh, teachers to try and help you out with that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously, there are mandatory office hours for you to go along and ask these questions. But uh, he prefers to just sort of get through the stuff and you write it down, you know, uh, and, and don't ask the questions. Oh, yes, I see. I see. Okay, I, uh, I, I know the kind of. Also, also very keen if you are showing um, initiative. You know, like if you obviously are lazing back. Um, I mean, obviously we all like to see initiative, but if you are lazing back and obviously not trying, you won't get much from him. Okay, I, I understand. I think I understand. Yes. Okay, I, I've uh, I've met people like that at the back at home at the monastery, so I know the kind of person you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. I mean, not that, not that I myself particularly like it when uh, people are lazing back. But... <laughs> I don't think any teacher likes that, do they? Really, if they, they like to feel like they're uh, like they're being this in tune, uh, people are yeah. paying attention and actually using what they're. Yes, I know what you mean. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, that sounds that's really interesting. Thank you. I'm yeah. looking forward to this course. Uh, great deal. Yeah, and having, having said all that, like I am available to talk during my office hours. So if you uh, do need to, don't don't hesitate. That's very kind. Thank you. Looking for my for combat, at least got a plus two on initiative. Speaking of Cromwell. Cromwell's just a bit slow today. Yes, he's he's sort of oh, uh, no. gazing into the middle distance and thinking deeply. Oh, oh, there he is. Back. Back. Cromwell's yeah. returned. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Am I here? Yeah, you're yeah, there. Yeah. So. My, my, I think my connection is going a little bit again. I try. My apologies. You may find it easier just to hide everyone else's video on your end. If you right-click on us, you can you can disable video. You'll be able to see our face. We'll be able to see you. At the stream, we'll be able to see you. Yeah, only you can look at what just on the stream instead. Yeah, it may, it may ease up your um. Your oh, we'll see how that goes. It's very strange not being able to see now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make my own face larger and look at that. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your eye movements. Right. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> Professor Catwain is obviously uh, 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 finished speaking at that point, just because of that interruption, uh, and sort of looks to you in case there's any other questions or anything like that. Not from you. Let's just say thank you very much. And uh, who, will, uh, who else? Hmm. I, I need to still talk to Savina Mess. Mess. Savina. I will hang back. Well, you know. Oh no, Joe! <laughs> Unflattering freeze frame. <laughs> so Cromwell um, hangs back a little bit as you move on to the next. And seeing as we're already here, what 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 do what what hanging back do you do? Uh, I, I would literally just kind of just stay at the table while they walk off. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. Is in what are you asking as they have uh, walked off? Um... Oh dear. <laughs> I'm on tiptoes. Every time there's any relevant information. Uh, no, it, it was. It was just. I was wondering. We've had some vague instructions about it. So I was wondering if you would know from previous years. For for example, the obstacle course. It, we've just been told that we all have to complete it. Mm -hmm. Nothing was said about doing it. Nothing was said about doing it. Nothing yeah, yes, about exactly. doing it. We don't have without to. magic. That's probably where it's going. Well, am I thinking along the right lines here, as far as you know? I have no idea because you keep cutting out. <laughs> can, can, can we can we all do it together and use magic to help us? Uh, well, I, I'm not involved in the um, 
uh, administration in, in the administration of that kind of stuff uh i would imagine no magic uh realistically that's just too easy um it is a very physical side of it all obviously they try to spread out the different uh parts of the competition you know between like magical stuff and intelligence stuff and uh some physical things uh this is more the physical side obviously what was it the, the, the sort of the robot fighting that's your intelligence because it's building uh you know, the robots and then the uh i don't really know about this sort of like treasure hunting but i'm assuming there's a lot of like stuff that will be helpful with magic in there and then spread out generally so i would imagine uh you would have to ask either a professor uh, de fuego uh or uh or anyone else who's involved, what uh, the actual rules are there. Uh, they will probably be outlined at some point, but I would imagine no magic on that. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Maisie's not been around like going to these tables, because she doesn't have to. She's kind of scouting out her tables, not approaching them. <laughs> That's fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so on topic, which which tables in particular is Maisie looking for? I mean, for? she's she's trying to watch Velka if she's here. So Velka is here, yes. <laughs> she's watching uh, from afar. Around the table. Um, so I will describe this, of course, for Maisie. And Maisie uh, sees sitting behind a desk, um, sitting fairly straight back, but like relaxed, um, like legs crossed, uh, just looking down at some paperwork, not writing anything, just sort of like a little little chin stroke, just sort of like obviously thinking a little bit. Um, this elven female, about five foot two. You can see under the table, though, these like boots with very long heels. Um, but th th there's certain things that stand out a lot more than others. Firstly, pure black eyes. You can't really see where those eyes are looking. You know, you assume down at these papers, but <laughs> these pure black eyes are kind of unsettling. Um, she's very fit, very muscular, as you'd expect, you know, doing all the uh, acrobatic stuff and all that. Um, has paler skin where there is actually skin, but again, these arms which are scaled uh, all the way up to her chest, you can see a little bit on the neck and these big claws, these dragon-like talons on her hands. Uh, black hair, shaved on the left-hand side, long and sort of flopped over on the right-hand side. Um, uh, and is currently wearing sort of an open cardigan with a sweater underneath with various like spikes and leather straps sort of around, uh, sort of halfway between Maisie style and Eva style almost, uh, wearing, like I said, these thigh-high, high-heeled lace boots. Um, and uh, you can see hanging around her neck is this necklace on which is this sort of marble-sized metal purple pendant, uh, which uh, you can't really see any details unless you get closer. Um, but she was just sitting there doing her thing. A turn of interest. Um, so... I'm just not sure because Cal's obviously into history and so on. Would he would he know who Velka was? <sighs> Probably be aware. I mean, Velka doesn't come up as much in like the early uh, history of the Strangeling stuff. There's a little bit of mention and then like a big gap, and then there's some mention. Like Velka was fairly active in the later years of the Strangelings. Um, was active at the point when the um, it got turned into a university, but you wouldn't know too many details about Velka. Um, Romy in a, a, a history, just to see sort of how far that extends. History begins with an H, there is. Fine. Uh, <laughs> 12. 
12, no. yeah, you don't really know much more than that. These, these scaling arms, you know there was, as, as before, you know there's something happened at one point, but like with adventurers all over the world, you know, they all have scars and cuts and curses and stuff because they go on so many different quests that things happen all the time. So it's hard really to know. I was thinking, uh, thinking what, specifically whether if he would know whether or not she was around the same time as Flint. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, she's an elf and, you know, she's in the Strangling, so you, you would assume with some backing that she was around at the same time as, as okay. Flint, yes. So, but for the moment, though, he, uh, Cal will be looking for uh, Savina Mess when uh, May's finished. Yes. Uh, so does Maisie not interact with... Uh... No, she's just watching to see if it, who else approaches the table, stuff like that, to see if... Yes, she seems particularly students... welcoming to those students. So as as you're watching, whilst these others are talking to the other ones, um, some other students come up. She doesn't seem like she's like really warm and welcoming, but she's definitely not pushing them away. She's answering questions. You can see a little, you know, smile on her face, not a big grin, just like a gentle smile, uh, almost mothering uh, in in some some aspects. Um, she leans forward as they're asking questions. You know, doesn't uh, seem disinterested. Um, you can tell that a, a few of the more nervous students are a bit like. Um, disoriented by like the eyes and stuff and like you know not really know she seems to cope with that fairly well like she's used to people not knowing whether to look her in the eyes and stuff like that um so it's 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 closer to the like welcoming side but not you know uh jessica twain kind of mm. levels of welcoming more obvious professor student relationship kind of kind of thing um so professor mez uh so you walk over to the table that says Professor Mez, theology, only the one subject, theology, and you see an Asimar, uh, a female Asimar, obviously very tall, you know, over six foot. Um, and with Asimar, you have not been around them enough to know how old an Asimar is. I mean, th their skin is basically perfect until they die. You know, they, they, they are like that. They get some wrinkles as they grow older, but it's very hard to tell. Um, classic for an ASMR, these pure white glowing eyes with a very strong muscular body, a mint green skin, like a light mint green kind of skin with white hair, as uh, do all of the ASMR have unless they dye it, with a very high ponytail that's quite long. Um, her halo is kind of tall, like kind of like a crown. It uh, goes across the forehead and down the sides with two protruding lengths up. Um, it's got very sort of like elven style... Um, shapes to it. It doesn't go all the way around, it's sort of just at the front, and fairly tall. Uh, wearing a dress, uh, quite a simple dress. Um, it's uh, like a bluish, uh, bluish green kind of color, sort of two different colors over different parts of it. And uh, seems to be just looking around the room, waiting for people to approach, you know. And if there's no one talking to her, I shall wander over and... Uh, and yes, as you walk over, she, she, she welcomes you. Hello, guys. Lovely to see you. Uh, ah, my name is Professor Mez. Uh, Professor Mez, my name's uh, Kareta. I'm uh, uh, joining your theology uh, course this year. I'm uh, just thought I'd introduce myself and uh, and uh, see uh, see if there's anything I should know before we start the course. Well, there's nothing you have to bring to the course uh, in itself, other than your brain. Um. If there is anything you want to look into, obviously there is the library, but uh, you do not have to uh, start from any particular place. We are used to having students come into theology with zero background in the subject. Well, there is quite a lot of 
subject to go through, though, so it is recommended as we move through that you do go to the library and and look up some extracurricular things just to keep uh, keep your brain in the right space as we go through. There are, I, th I believe, it's the the most modules for any of the subjects in this uh, this year. So, oh, I see. Are the modules like sort of about different aspects of religion, or are they about different religions? Different aspects of religions. Uh, she sort of ruffles through a few pieces of paper and says, obviously looking for the actual like titles of the modules and says, well, uh, there's six of them in total. We have philosophy of religion. So uh, looking into religions, you know, uh, where they've come from, correct, incorrect, uh, no necessary, not necessarily coming to answers, but just sort of talking about those sorts of things and learning about what uh, philosophers have spoken about in the past and in the current age. Uh, we'll be looking at the old gods and the new gods. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of the two different uh, categories, I guess we could call them, of gods that we currently fall under. Um, well, really, no, I was, I'm aware of, of the gods, but not, not the old, old gods. I don't think I've come across that. Well, so the new god, who, which god do you follow, if any? I follow Helm. Helm. So Helm is one of the new gods. The old gods were discovered by the strangelings, in fact, as they were adventuring. Uh, and they are supposedly the creators of the world that we live on and the uh, source of our magic and all of that. We still are looking into them and trying to discover more about them, but uh, we look into where the old gods may have come from, where the new gods have come from, and well, everything surrounding that, you know, what use they are to the world and where they fit into the world. Uh, we have a module on what is a god, what is our categorization of a god, what do we, uh, at what point does someone go from a powerful humanoid to uh, a god in their own right? Mm -hmm. We have religion in the modern world and how religion has changed over uh, the past, you know, anywhere between 100 to 2,000, 4,000 years. Uh, has changed a lot. Uh, celestial theory, uh, which moves into the theory behind uh, Asimar, for example, like myself, and uh, where that bloodline has gone. Sort of, that's more to do with the new gods, just a bit more in detail. And then, of course, we look at demons and devils, the inverse of all of our gods, and talk about do they exist? If they do exist, where are they? What are they in relation to the rest of religion? And all that sort of outline. Ooh, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I should look forward to that. I should look forward to... How many people are on our course? Do you know this this year? Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I believe it's around uh, 100. Oh, lovely. Okay, well, I should look forward to, uh, to the first lesson with great anticipation. I look forward to seeing you. Well, lovely to meet you. I'll, uh, I'll let you get on then. Thank you very much. Yeah. I shall <clears throat> wave and leave. T-pose. T T-pose out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you see a professor walk in, T-pose in. <laughs> he walks in, sees all the people, walks out. <laughs> it just goes in one door and out the other. Yep. <laughs> Uh, are there any other students any of you uh, are going to go towards? Um, it's, it's that it's that that gif of Grandpa Simpson putting his hat on the hat stand. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which I recently saw the episode for. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, effectively, like the receptionist for a brothel or something, right? It's not a brothel; yeah. it's a burlesque sort of uh, oh, yeah. uh, club. Uh, and I always thought when I saw that gif, it was Grandpa seeing Barton not wanting the service from Bart. It's actually Grandpa walking in, seeing Barton not wanting Bart to know that you know he's <laughs> walked into this uh, burlesque club, so it just like walks immediately out. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so are there any other professors? 
If uh, Professor Alias, Alias Preston is, a, is about, I would go and introduce myself. Alias Preston. Uh, yes, Alias Preston is there. Um, you see behind a desk that says Alias Preston with divination and enchantment, a rather rare uh, species of humanoid. I'm going to get you to roll a nature check to see if you know what they are. Do that. Uh, I just got to find nature because it's on that. Do not with the N and then the A. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is a 17. 17, yes. You are aware that uh, Professor Preston is a hobgoblin, which is not very Ooh. common around the world of Shell. Uh, they are widely known for normally taking charge of goblin hordes. Um, for every, you know, 500 goblins, you'll have one hobgoblin. That's kind of the proportion that tends to come out. But... Um, they're rare to see. Sometimes you see hobgoblins just with society. There's no reason why they can't be. You know, um, they they are humanoid. They can be intelligent. There's no like nothing holding them back. They just there is a more of I guess a social regularity of being in charge of goblins. Anyway, this hobgoblin, hobgoblin this hobnob, hobgoblin is male. Hobnoblin. Hobnoblin. I like that. Oh um, yes. Is, is I was male. about to say the hobgoblins were. Commonly found in kitchen west course, but it's yeah. actually better. Uh, yes, he's a biscuit. No, um, <laughs> six foot four ish, uh, uh, much taller than you. Um, very middle aged, has these yellow eyes with black sclera. It's a very sort of unsettling look. Not quite as unsettling as uh, you know the pure black eyes of Velka. Uh, obviously muscular and big, as with uh, a lot of hobblins. This deep red skin. Uh, long sideburns coming down, you know, all the way down to like the jaw, um, with the hair tied up up in a bun. Um, these long flowing robes and a cape, uh, obviously likes comfort. Um, it's fairly stylish in its own right, but it, it looks very you know, flowy and comfortable. Uh, and is sitting there, avoiding eye contact with anyone. You see um, some students come up, you can't hear their conversation, but they're obviously not like comfortable standing in front of the professor and it is very, um, it's a very short conversation before they really sort of like awkwardly wander off. Um, and he gets back to doing whatever he's doing, writing things, looking at things, you know. Very short man, I shall, I shall scuttle up to him. You, you scuttle up <laughs> and he's leaning back in his chair uh just looking at something and it's evident that at first you're you come so little above the table with your height <laughs> that he's not paying enough attention to actually see that you've approached the table just sort of sitting there in that case i will i will choose him and say hello i'm down here uh into his mind he looks up <laughs> looks over the desk and goes all right you know that's very rude I, I, just, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bang on the table and make a make a scene. It seemed like just, that seemed like a, a worse way of getting your attention. You could have just spoken. I, I just. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be super interruptive. So I thought that would that would probably be a little bit better. Um, I'm sorry, but thank you for telling me. Now I know, and uh, I will. I will ask first, uh, probably before uh, doing that with someone else. Uh, I just, I want to say, hi, I'm, I'm enrolling on your course. I was just wondering if you could tell me a little bit about it. Which, I, have, I do two courses. 
Oh, I'm, uh, enchantment. Enchantment, all right. Scuffle through some pieces of paper, looking evidently for um, the right uh, right page. And enchantment, all right, well, uh, I take two of the courses, manipulating the mind and recognition and defense. Uh, it'll be a difficult course. You'll have to be paying attention. I will not cover things twice if you're not catching up. I do uh, have, uh, after uh, after day courses, uh, I will not be at those. I have third years helping you out with those. Uh, I mean, it's learning enchantment. If you don't already know the outline of enchantment, then I don't know why you're here. No, I, no, I, I, I do. I, I just, um, I was more wondering about the practical aspects of the course and how much of that will we be uh say practicing um having it done on us with these same like um with defending yourself from it like the, is there going to be a lot of people doing enchantment on us not a lot you know the amount of paperwork to have spells cast on students there's some but mostly the defense is theoretical not a lot of practice because if we had something go wrong from some student being an idiot, you know, it looks bad on us. Okay. A lot of practice, you know, enchanting things and people, we've got special mannequins and such that can be uh, manipulated as though they were a, a mind of their own. Um, but there's, you know, a fair bit to practice, otherwise you're never going to learn it. No, that that's that's good. I'm I'm glad that there were there are the, the mannequins. Um, that that was really my my kind of my main pressing question. So thank you for uh, uh, alleviating my my concerns, Professor. Mm-hmm. Very kind of you. I was my biggest like poor poor boy orphan eyes. Like <laughs> he, he, as you put this, <laughs> he, he looks you straight in the eyes. These you know black eyes. This yellow. Uh, Iris, just straight into yours, and you're not necessarily like scared, shivering in your boots, but there's like a sense of, of you feel very small, like not just physically, you feel very small, like like your intelligence and physical prowess are both being challenged at the same time, almost. I will, re- well, I will not, uh, like, is he? Is it a thing of like staring me down, or is it just that it's just his kind of? Uh, it's just his demeanor, presence. generally. Like he hasn't okay. moved; he's just looking straight in the eyes. But there's this like deadpan face. These, you know, these eyes staring at you. It, it, it's like through to your soul. Okay, I will. Uh, I will maintain eye contact with him uh, and say, "Well, it's been lovely meeting you, Professor. Uh, do you have any questions for me?" No. Good then I look forward to working with you. Um, and if you have any apprenticeship opportunities, I hope that you will keep me in mind. And then I will confidently saunter away instead of scuttling. Do you think it's confident? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it, it will be my, be my best confident saunter. Are you actually confident? Yes. There you go, yeah, fine. Then you confidently saunter away. Because if you weren't confident, I'd make you roll a performance to see if it actually yeah. looks confident. Um, yeah, you saw it. He doesn't seem particularly bothered. He just goes back to doing what he's doing. You see some other student come up. He just doesn't even look up at this point. And the student just like awkwardly walks away. 
This is Etchen's best friend. <laughs> too, too impressed with me to, to even bother with that other student. <laughs> no, I, I imagine this is the sort of thing where it's etch. It's the um, from Parks and Rec. Uh, Ron is just like uh, oh yeah, his the best other friend. Ron. It doesn't it doesn't even know the name. No, not the other Ron. It's just like the oh. best friend I ever had. Doesn't know his name. They never spoke. They yeah, I was, saying, I was I was about to say like they just recently celebrated their like. 50 year anniversary of their friendship by sitting on their own in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Any other teachers. Which totally isn't what we're doing, but hey. <laughs> I think Macy will, will actually approach Valka. So, uh, you approach Valka. Uh, Sorry, as you get closer, give I, me a perception roll. As this is happening, Carl uh, 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 would watch closely because he's thinking about coming and having a word with Valka too, and he wants to see how this goes. He'll sort of be. Looking at, if there are any notice boards nearby, we sort of uh, try to sort of be in the area without being uh, obvious. So the perception roll of a five. Um, as you walk over to Velka, um, I guess uh, what what would you see? Let me let me take a little little peek at the things you would see. Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> She's disappeared. <laughs> um, as I walk up, one person walks in there front of me, and then she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disappears. As you uh, walk up, there's only one one extra thing that you can see. This um, necklace around her, uh, sort of a pendant on a necklace around her neck. Uh, marble-sized uh, metal purple pendant, which has the design of dragon scales etched into it. Um, oh no, <laughs> Alex! No! And uh, as you walk over, she doesn't really look up, and you get quite close to the table, sort of awkwardly standing there. I'm assuming, sort of very, very oh, awkward, uh, awkwardly looking. I'm going to give you a second on that one. Yeah, hold I'm on. I'm very confused. What's happening? The the challenge, the 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 little dragon orbs oh, with God, scales. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's got the foot. <laughs> That's oh, why it's all God. fucking semester. Holy shit! Okay. Uh, Fuck. Wait, who, I, I missed. Who? Velka. Velka. Who? Velka. Professor Dizin. We supposed to say Velka enough times. Velka is wearing one of the dragon orbs around her neck. Okay. Cool. Wait. Yeah, the amethyst one. I'm assuming because it's purple. Um, and as you walk over, you get quite close. I'm assuming you're walk you're standing quite awkwardly, sort of like, not really knowing. Are you trying to show off confidence? Or? Oh, I'm trying to show off confidence. Yeah, the whole, the whole like, then, watching her beforehand Give me a like, performance. Emphasis on trying. Yeah, give yeah. me a performance. Let's see how, how well you're giving off confidence. I'm a bassist. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> uh, 15. 15 is not too bad. Uh, you wander up, get kind of close, a little awkwardly, and, and without even looking up from a particular like uh, thing, she just says, I was wondering when you'd decide to wander over to my table, and just look up at you, like, looks you straight in the eyes, these black, voidless, sort of, you know, sort of black, void, soulless eyes, just staring straight at you. It's quite intimidating. And just looks up with this very, like, um, slightly mothering, slightly caring, but also at the same time, very sassy uh, kind of face, who's just like, You've been standing over there for, what, 20 minutes staring at me? <laughs> uh, I suppose I've just been trying to figure out how to approach. 
I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know what I want out of this university, so I'm just trying to take part in what I'm best at and go from there. You are not alone in students having absolutely no idea what they want to do. Tell you a little secret. I'm 505. I still have no idea what I want to do with my life. That helps a little bit. Uh, I guess I wanted to ask from uh, I'm in both both your movement theory and um, fuck, I'm on the wrong tab. Movement theory and subterfuge classes. Uh, what mm-hmm. kind of directions can I go with those two? Well, uh, movement theory. Um... Movement theory is all about learning, I mean, as much as it's obviously in the name, learning how to move, which sounds, I know, as a uh, as, as someone who is, you know, able to walk, like almost an arbitrary uh, subject. But you'd be surprised how little you know about your body and how to use it in combat or just in general, uh, any kind of uh, uh, environment. Uh, the modules, acrobatics, advantages of speed, flow and momentum, reaching the unreachable. You can see it sort of hits those those ends of what can you do with your body? What are your limitations? Uh, have you lied to yourself about your limitations and, and where can you use those? Obviously, uh, that goes along my subterfuge side of things of learning how to best be quiet, how to best sneak through here, through there. Not that I recommend you use that for any kind of thievery. But uh, it is useful to know, especially if you are looking to be an adventurer in the future. Uh, plenty of occasions I've had to sneak in and out of places, uh, in and around, and uh, try not to die. You know, that sort of stuff. Subterfuge, um, I take uh, three of the modules for that. I, I, I should, uh, uh, should say there's only three of them. I take Hidden Tactics, Deceit in Use, and Escapism. Uh, is Professor De Fuego, who will be taking Counter Subterfuge and Using the Shadows. We work together a fair bit. We, we take uh, each other's classes every now and again. We work very closely together, talk to each other about our students and uh, how best to fit the educational program to them as much as we can with a large uh, basis. Um, but you'll be going through lots of different um, theories alongside practical, uh, uh, practical lessons about well, realistically, how to nick things. Not that you should, <laughs> but uh, the best sort of stuff that would come into that, you know? And, you know, deceiving people, uh, you know, hiding in plain sight, all those sorts of things. Like it'll be very useful? Uh, Depends on what you want to do with your life. I mean, you say you don't know what you want to do, it's perfectly fine. I mean, there's plenty of people who get a degree from the university, then either don't use it or move on to do something completely different. But, uh, Alex, do you really have to call me out like this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this just seems a bit unnecessary. <laughs> Macy's whole deal here is a huge call-out post. Uh, <laughs> it's been three years leading up to this moment. So yeah. <laughs> been writing this Macy's is an for three years. I've been planning this for three years. <laughs> um, he says, yeah, plenty of things. Uh, this whole time, by the way, this this um, it's sort of like swinging left and right, jingling around. It's, trying it's so hard not to again. look. After first recognizing what it is, she's trying so hard not to look at it. It's very, um, much, it's, it's, it's very much a my eyes are up here situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I guess I... Oh, I'm going to be trying my best, of course, but, but what the hell? Where'd that accent I would hope go? So. <laughs> you know this, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Happens to I, your sister all the time. 
I didn't even introduce myself. My name's Macy. Nice to meet you. It's lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. I, I would expect no less than for you to try your best. If you're not trying your best, then uh, why try at all? Exactly. Why even be here? Hmm. I have one more question for you. That's hmm. that's the amethyst sphere, isn't it? The, the The necklace. The amethyst. Oh, the necklace. I mean, it looks like it, doesn't it? Hmm. How great would you. it be? How great <laughs> would it be if she's just working with the guy who puts on it and has just a fake? No idea. Just I was just I was about to say, what if all of the professors happen to have one that looks exactly the same? Yeah. <laughs> just reach out my hand and shake her hand and say, "Nice to meet you." She puts out her hand. This this clawed hand. Um, Obviously, goes for the handshake, and it, it's cold. It's weird mm -hmm. because you'd expect maybe like a warm blood, but there's like some sort of weird magical effect of cold-blooded hand uh, as these claws wrap around your hand uh, gently, of course, and just gives you a gentle shake. And says, "I look forward to working with you." You as well. Walk away, mentally freaking out that <laughs> my subterfuge professor has <laughs> necklace on. Shit. Okay. Somewhere, when, uh, somewhere elsewhere in the university, as Maisie says, if you're not trying your best, why are you here at all? Samir's like, shit, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. When Maisie moves away, assuming there's nobody else around, uh, Cal will go over to uh, uh, Vilka. Yeah. She, same as before, what I was just, uh, Hello, lovely to meet you. I am Professor Dezin. Uh Professor Zin, uh, I uh, my name is uh, Ka Kareta. Uh, I wrong with that one. <laughs> uh, I was actually just I, I stumbled because so I suddenly thought I forgot the accent. <laughs> you suddenly suddenly wasn't relish anymore. You see, you suddenly yes, my it's name just, is, just uh, in the presence of Velka Zin. You exactly. just everything. You lose everything. She, <laughs> she's an accent void. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, uh, Kareta. I'm not actually on uh, your courses. I'm uh, I'm starting this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, Maisie you just speaking to is uh, a roommate, but uh, the reason I came to say hello and uh, introduce myself, I, I hope I'm not intruding, I'm sure you've got lots of people to talk to, uh, is actually because um, one of my uh, relations, uh, one of my, uh, I would say ancestor, but uh, uh, a cousins, I suppose, was uh, was uh, Klikintar, uh who I, I think you, you knew, you might have known him as Flint, possibly. Uh, yeah, I knew Flint, and I just you know, he was he 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 flamed out uh, before I was born, so I don't really know many people who have spoken to him. my uncle knew him quite well. My my father pretends he pretends he did, but actually, he only met him a couple of times, and he was less than one year old. And I just wondered if you if you knew him, what what was he actually like? I know if you don't know answer, you know if it's a long time ago or whatever, it's fine, but. Well, it, it was a long time ago. I was I was young. Uh, that was, gosh, over 400 years ago now. Um, I was equivocally about your age. <sighs> Flint, I never really interacted too much with him. Towards the beginning of what I would say was a sort of adventuring journey, uh, he was around, and uh, I, I was, I was uh, still... Uh, Still learning from Professor Vasvayas, effectively a father figure. Still these days, but you know how things change over 400 years. Flint was 
kind, hot-headed, a little, a little irrational sometimes, um, almost annoying at some points. Um, I mean, I, I mostly avoided those conversations, but I mostly avoided conversations with everyone. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's, I mean, with age comes wisdom, and he definitely had a good heart. I'm not really sure what happened. I, I, I ended up being benched for a little while because of sort of gestures to our arms because of, you know, uh, certain issues. Because yeah, uh, he've had some exciting times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that time, he left uh, to go back home, I think it was, and then he turned into a... You know, he went from, like, the tall, dark-skinned... I don't even know what he was, to, to like, a halfling. And then left again um yeah everyone thought he was dead yeah he pretended he was dead to everyone in in Lesdwin and then came back not being dead and then I think he went into the fire plane or whatever not, they're not planes I know it's all fucking, if Zegatha's alive he'd have one at me <laughs> um I don't know he sort of went there and then maybe came back I think Etch was saying something about him coming back and then being made of fire and, and all that. We had intentions to go and see him, but you know, didn't. Hmm. Yeah, I know what he's no, yes, that's, I mean, I know the end of his uh, story. I said, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. He did, uh, he went to the fire, fire Realm to where apparently he came from in the first place. And then he came back and he was, uh, he lived in Lisbon as a, a fire spirit for quite a long time, actually, up and out. Uh, but he, he did eventually a flame out a long time ago now. But yeah, that's really interesting to hear. Thank you. I mean, back home, he's, you know, uh, people look at him through a bit of a filter, if you like, uh, rose tinted <clears> filter. <throat> it's nice to talk to people who uh, have a different uh, viewpoint, you know. So uh, anyway, thank you. I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's just, uh... I am obligated to be here for at least an hour, so you're not taking up <laughs> too much of my time. Well, that's, that's very kind of you. Very kind of you to say so. Would I have recognized the fact that, he's, that she's wearing this Obviously, I know amazing. Yeah, you'd have seen it as well. Like up close, it's it's fairly obviously there. Okay. Yeah, I can't help but notice you're uh, you're wearing one of the dragon balls. It looks like it anyway on that uh, on that necklace around your neck. Is that from the Why competition do you have to call it there? Dragon ball. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It it does does look kind of like uh, like that would be described, doesn't it? It does look very similar indeed. I I just wondered. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, if you wanted to give, let me have it, of course, that'd be lovely, but I suspect that's probably not as easy as that. But I wonder if you had any uh, uh, guidance on how one might... Uh, obviously, you know, I know it's a competition, but any uh, guidance would be gratefully received and how one might obtain it. I mean, props for asking. It, the You are the well, first of what must be 200 students to actually just ask. Well, I thought, you know, you don't ask, you don't get, do you? Exactly. No, you don't get either way. Um, I thought not, but, you know, try to try. I mean, I felt like a right now, and if somebody had come up after me and said, can I have a piece, and you'd say, yes, I would have been like, right, In terms of advice, I think it takes away part of the fun if I tell you how to do everything. No, I think that's true. I just, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I just, just, you never know. As I say, if you don't ask, you don't find out, do you? That's That's my motto. Okay, well, I'm sure I'll be uh, talking to you again during the course of my time here, but thank you for your time. It's uh, you most, most enlightening. Thank you. And I hope you have a successful year. 
Thank you. That's something so funny to me about if you don't ask, you don't get. No, you don't. You, you don't still don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm also going to be a smartass about it. <laughs> oh, I, Alex, did you miss uh, playing Valka? Valka's <laughs> <was> great. <laughs> I was really waiting for you to, because there's the bit where you said, like, um, with age comes wisdom, and I was like, I was waiting for you to be like, and that's just really old, like really, really, <laughs> really, really wise, old. very wise. Like he's practically what knocking on death's door. Or old, just, but... He's just super as, wise. As sassy as she is, she knows the boundaries between students and, <laughs> and, and professors. But she, does, but she does swear in front of them. Oh, obviously. Well, yeah, she's Falcon. They're 18 minimum, <laughs> 17 minimum. I don't know swear words by now. Oh, I mean, Cal is 30 something. After it speaking... I doesn't really count, but you know. <laughs> after speaking to Velka, um, Macy would go over to Cromwell and say, some of the teachers may be carrying him. My, my subterfuge professor has one of the orbs. Okay, great. Did you ask her how we, how we, how we kind of claim them? I mean, it kind of seems like you have to take them from them while they're not looking or... While you're talking, I'll, I'll Cal will come over. You you want to steal something that your subterfuge professor is wearing around her neck without her noticing? Oh, you saw it as well, I, did you? Yes. Yeah. That I mean, that it it's seems insane. like if you could do, that, you wouldn't need to take her class. I I did ask That's her. That's where if the challenge is. <laughs> I asked if she could let me have it, but she said no. Um. Did you say please? Yes, I did actually. Yeah, and I also asked if she had any ideas of how. How to get it, but uh, oh, she didn't set you like a task, no, no, she didn't say anything, no, no, no riddles or anything, no, nothing like what that. It'd be the point of the challenge if they just gave it to you if you asked nicely. That might be that might be the challenge. Go up to a scary looking professor and say, what, Can I have um, your uh, necklace, please? What, what is the necklace made of? Did you I see? No idea. Like, is, it, it, is it string? Is it cord? Is it chain? Um. You would have seen it, it looks just from like the the Kasri look kind of like a like a leather band, but you, you don't know for sure if it was or not. Looks to be some kind of fabric, leather maybe. Okay. Hmm. But should we go around and see if the other professors have them or? Well, I, I, from just... where I'm standing, I just glance around at the professors. Can I see anybody else wearing anything similar? It's... A lot of distance between you and a lot of the professors. Um, well, the, the closest ones to me, wherever they happen to be. But the closest ones, give me a perception. Perception. Mm. Anyone else can join in the live Yeah, perception. I was just going to say, at, at the end of this conversation, Maze is going to like walk the road, just peeking. Just 11. 18. Give me a perception anyway, uh, Greg, for that walk around. Ooh, 19. Ooh. You can... Uh, Simon, does Samir want to? Hmm? Oh, He's not there, Samir, is he? Samir's, like, somewhere else. He's not there! So, somewhere else, it, as in, like, mentally, or... Oh, or no, he... He's actually visibly no, not there. He probably, he probably turned up and was like, that's a... boring. Well, then we'll get to Samir in a second. Um, you can confidently say that none of the other uh, professors have, or at least the ones that are there, have... Uh, Orbs. The same sort of orb. They have jewels and various things, you know, jewelry on them, but none of them have the same kind of like dragon scale pattern. They don't look the same. And we know both Ashwell Morthogus and Etronaut here right now. Yes. Um, there's a few that wouldn't 
be there possibly, well, I say like four, maybe. Like most of them are there. It seems fairly contractual, but you get the feeling, especially those intelligent among you that give an intelligent conversation to Neva, not the dumb ones that don't give that intelligent conversation <laughs> to Neva, um, get the idea that they probably, <laughs> the ones that aren't around probably have a bit more swing in the, in the university than the ones who yeah. are. Yeah. Also known as tenure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Uh, well, I've seen uh, all my professors. Anybody else want to see anybody else? Um, I have one other professor that I could talk to, but I don't, I don't really feel a need. Who's uh, the other? Quinn. Quinn Gernthal. Quinn Gernthal, yeah. You also haven't seen uh, Professor De Fuego. Oh, that's right. True. I, we we met him earlier, though, right? Yeah, we met him, though. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Is that Is he not the, the one um... who we did the sign-up with? No, that was... I can't remember the name, but that was not De Fuego. Uh, he said that Professor oh, De, Fuego De Fuego was involved. Was involved. But you have not met Professor De Fuego. Um, hmm. Trying to find the name. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. There you go. Professor Hathus. Hathus was the one that you uh, had the thing from. Okay. Um, I'll give you a, a lowdown on, on the look. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll talk to Quinn Gernthal first. That was... Uh... There you are. Quinn Gernthal. Uh, actually, as well, I can probably pass across some images of those that you were speaking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let me just quickly grab those images. Anyone else seeing Alex in, in Tailfire and getting a little nervous? Um, oh, I was checking through that. Um, so there's one of Velka who I've obviously seen before, but I will still pass across to you. And who was the other one that you... Uh, Quinn Gernthal and... Oh, the enchantment guy. And Preston. Miss. Preston. Uh, yes, and Preston. So that's Velka, uh, Professor Mez, and then Professor Preston. In, in, the, uh, in the chat for you there. I'm going to be arguing with Professor Preston. Um, I'm going to antagonize him. Quinn Gunthal. You already have. <laughs> uh, Quinn Gunthal. Uh, there you are. Um, sitting behind a desk that says Quinn Gunthal and psychology, just the one subject, is an elf, uh, female, sort of average height, uh, like, you know, low five foots. Um, is an elf, so you are unaware of, like, young elf, but you don't know the age. Uh, has these turquoise, light blue eyes, very fit body, pale skin. Blonde, uh, long hair, semi-plaited at the back, uh, wearing a dress, flowy, it's a, a nice uh, light colours of yellows and blues, and the sort of sitting, legs crossed, oopsie daisy, just smacked the microphone, legs crossed, um, with his high heels, um, just seemingly looking around the room, uh, not necessarily daydreaming, but possibly in our own world, you don't really know. Uh, there's the little image of... Screen this time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, high heels look incredibly uncomfortable. impractical and painful. Yeah. Right. BTS pain. 
Uh, Professor? Some pain is... And I am very painful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you walk over and she just looks up. has like a, a pen in her hand. It's like, hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Macy. I'm uh, taking a psychology up. class. But first of all, I'm to actually stand up. Um, it doesn't get much height on you except for the heels giving me a lot and sort of puts out a, a fairly loose handshake one of those handshakes that's it's nice but it's kind of yeah like, but it's like low like clammy and just oh. like <laughs> clammy not clammy <laughs> In fact, extremely soft skin like ridiculously soft skin um and then takes it it's lovely to meet you i am professor gunthal i take psychology oh uh, what can i expect to be learning in your class this semester well if I bring up the right document. Uh, we have four different modules. Uh, the outline of our subject is the scientific study of the human mind and its the humanoid mind and its functions, uh, especially those affecting behavior in a given context. And we'll be focusing on applications of psychology for enchantment against humanoids. Uh, the modules outlined are social and cognitive development, Introduction to Social and Differential Psychology, uh, Neural Basis of Vision and Action, and then Language and Communication. Okay. I, <laughs> the look on your face is like yeah. dropping, like, oh no. Well, I, I'll be honest, I signed up for this class because I get these really bad migraines and I wanted to try to understand how or why okay. to either help them or make them stop. Usually... People go to the doctor for migraines uh, rather oh, than university. But I am happy to help how I can and hopefully help understand the cause of these migraines. It's mostly the side effects. I swear sometimes I hear surrounding mm. people, but I have no idea who. It's like echoes. Well, um... Excuse me. Sorry. Secret messages. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, she oh, said, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mr. Wilson. You just did the corners. Oh, Wilson. Wow. <laughs> Peace out from under except the table. He's, except he's a beach ball. Yeah. yeah. What? So, yeah, sure. Sometimes yeah. I think about Russia. Wow. Volleyball. Volleyball. Oh. She says, um... Well, it is entirely possible that you hear the thoughts of others. There are many uh, telepaths, empaths around the world whose magic can come from lots of different sources. Um, I would be interested to explore this. If, uh, once, once the courses have started, uh, if you come to me in my office hours, we may be able to talk more in person about this and and maybe refine, or if you are not a fan of these, uh, stop these voices and discover whether they are other people or if they are uh, influenced from uh, either a internal mental source or possibly uh, celestial or infernal source. All right, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll visit you during the semester. Thank you. Do you know my office hours? Not yet. I thought that would be handed out in the beginning of the semester, but I'll take them here as well. It will be. Um, you can <laughs> find me in my office uh, Tuesdays, 11 o'clock, Wednesdays, 3 o'clock, or Thursdays at 4 o'clock. Uh, 11 a.m.? Tuesdays? Yes. Yes. I do not work that late. Okay. Uh, 3 p.m. on Wednesday and what on Thursday? Uh, on Thursday, four o'clock. Thursday. Thursday. Thank you. 
Uh, nice to meet you. You too. Please don't make fun of my speech impediment. Just can't say S's. Bear <laughs> uh, with me, Uno Secondo. You're welcome to chat as 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 characters for a second. Who's getting I the secret I, message? I have two questions that are not in character, but okay. uh, out of character. Uh, but oh, I'd be interested to, to, to for Alex. But I'd be interested to know before Alex gives us the answer, which one you guys think it is. So these professors at university, do we think this is working off the UK model where professor is like tip top of the academic ladder? Like you have been in your field for 40 years and you are like best of the best. Uh, and you've been several positions at university before professor. Or do we think this is working off the American model where you can be any fucking guy no. teaching something just at a university and you're a professor? <laughs> Have you seen the entire rest of the way that Alice has laid out the university? It, it's the UK method. It's the UK method. It's got to be the UK. <laughs> These are the top, top, top of the tree guys. There are way too many acronyms for it to be the American method. <laughs> like, look at these schedules. It's, it's fucking madness. <laughs> or, or, it's, or, or it's the UK interpretation of the American system. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I tried to put some American influence into Do it so I can understand answer? it better. And I would, I would love the answer. Absolutely. Uh, it is based upon the British system, but it does have aspects of the uh, American system. Likely, like it is mostly the British system, but it has things like you are taking three subjects that you will push forward as like minors and majors, rather than a singular subject the whole way through. Um, but it's mostly yeah, that sort of British way forwards. Um, Two things. One, uh, I will give you the quick description of um, uh, your other professor, Greg, Renazan who's called Renazan de Fuego. I'm trying to find in my list here. I mean, I, I don't have many. Okay, so sitting, the final uh, professor that you have sitting at a desk uh, is evidently a tiefling, a tiefling female, uh, about five foot six or middle five foot. Um, Young-ish, thirties probably. Uh, you'd know fairly well from you know, seeing a lot of tieflings. Um, has these red devil-esque eyes, you know, slit eyes. Uh, a very fit body, as you'd expect for someone who does a lot of athletic stuff. Deep red skin. Um, most interestingly, uh, a mohawk made literally of fire, uh, wearing these um, leathers with all sort of metal parts and Aztec-esque designs. Aztec, so to say, as people not like in in-game Aztec doesn't exist. Uh, sort of sitting there, you can see these sort of muscles bumping and, and this fl flickering flame on her head as she's just looking around. Obviously, taking a lot of um, taking a lot of um, information in. I will approach just because they look cool as fuck. Can we? Do you have a mini? <laughs> Uh, I, do I do I have them? Do you think of all the things that I give you guys, I just randomly wouldn't have? One. I feel like there may be one or two that you forget to make just it's because just you're a doing it so It's just a photo much. of Alex from when he was 17. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, the mini's obviously not going to do it uh, because it's what Hero Forge can, can give, but, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and as you uh, walk over, she's like, uh, hello? Nice to meet you. I'm Maisie. I'll be in uh, your subterfuge class. Lovely to meet you, Maisie. I am Professor De Fuego. Uh, it would be good to see you in my class. You can see that it only says subterfuge uh, alongside uh, her name. Um, you have given me your real name. You fail. 
Try again. <laughs> uh, I saw your approach there for your friend. Um, uh, is there any questions I can answer for you? Well, I spoke to Professor Denzine a little bit, and she mm -hmm. said that uh, you teach two of the modules in Subterfuge. Can you just tell me a yes. little more about them? I can do my best. Uh, I, of course, take counter-subterfuge and using the shadows. Uh, this is mostly from my own experience uh, in the world. I did a lot of adventuring, uh, obviously hung up that hat, uh, and now teach uh, people to use it for good, hopefully. Uh, it's not always the way, but, you know, if you take my information and then use it for bad, I will hunt you down and then <laughs> take you down. Fair enough. Thanks for the warning. Um, uh, do you have any advice on what kind of um, workplaces that would benefit from this kind of teaching? Well, workplaces, not so much. Adventuring, quite a lot. Uh, you could find, if you were uh, with an important figure of some kind, like the uh, king or a uh, 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 counselor, sometimes they like to have someone who can be sneaky, finding the information. Um, Sometimes, adventuring, you need it, of course, to get in places, take things, give things. Uh, I know some people like to take this um, approach of taking from the rich and giving to the poor. Uh, not necessarily legal, but still useful. Uh, there are a few places, mostly in combatant situations, or avoiding the combat. Thank you. Um, one other question. How is your mohawk planning? That's cool as hell. I'm not this I, It is natural. Yeah. You have cool. not seen this with tieflings. You are tiefling yourself. I have not. No, nobody in my family, no. Oh. Uh, it is something you can do if you concentrate hard enough. Okay. I'm going to be trying that for the next... However long I'm in classes. <laughs> Thank you. Nice to meet you. Right. Lovely to meet you. I enjoyed that the, one of the first things we heard this woman say is... I hung up that hat. And presumably, out of everyone that we've met, so <laughs> bad, she struggles to wear hats at all. <laughs> As Maisie walks away from the stand, she's concentrating really hard on trying to make her hair light. On I, fire. Was just, I was just, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. This professor has just guaranteed that one of her students is not going to absorb any information in any of her classes. <laughs> Um, as you are walking back towards the rest of the group, everybody give me perception rolls. I like some perception rolls. Perception. I'm not, not sure what it is that we're looking for here, but I'd like to be keeping an eye out for two things. As this is happening, if that's all right. I want to keep an eye on just Velka to see if anyone uh, gets the necklace from her. <laughs> but I also just want to keep an eye out for any of Gail's flatmates or the people from over the hall to see if they turn up and who they go and speak to. So um, I don't know if, that, if you want it to be a separate role or whatever, but for this perception role, that is a like an 11 again. Okay, this perception first with that, so 11, give me others, obviously not you, Greg. Dirty 20. Okay. Samir? He's not there. Oh. He's not there. I thought you were still in the room, Samir. Just I, I, think, I think he would have just kind of slunk off to the side. Yeah, so you're still in the room. So give me a perception roll as you're looking at the rest of the um, I think it was ten. 10. The 20, then. Uh, you see as um, Maisie comes back towards you, you could just swear you could see just little, little like sparks or like cinder ashes just sort of off the top of uh, her head. 
um, <laughs> just like the tiniest little bits uh, in, in, in her hair. Um, I imagine immediately you think that her hair is somehow setting on fire, <laughs> uh, which would be a worry, but as she gets closer, there is no fire, so maybe you're just like staring at her hair or something, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are, are you alright? I'm trying to make my hair set on fire. Oh, oh, I see. Well, that's amazing. I just saw a couple of sparks. It's working? Oh, shit. Well, not at the moment, but... Well, if you, can I just suggest if you're going to do that? Yeah, no, no. I, if you're going to do that and it does work, you don't know if it's going to hurt you. So I would suggest you have something to sort of put it out, just in case. You know, uh, like a cloth or some water, just in case your head sets on fire. Just a thought, you know. That would require I, some forward thinking. I can help yeah, you yeah. with that when we get back to the flat. I can set your hair on fire if you want. If, no, if, that, if that's something you're trying to do. No, my friend over there said that you can that tieflings can just like. Finger harden, have their hair be fire. So, well, I, oh, yes, like I'm it should. Speak, but I, I would still recommend, just in case, having something to put it out, just because if it turns like, out a little warmer the, than you thought. The professor you know. seems fine. I, I can do that as well. Like I can put out a fire if we if we do that. Flat. Oh, that's okay. As long as it's you know, just be just be careful because I wouldn't like you to hurt. I think that means if you really scared her, her hair would go out. It's, no, it's, it's, the, it's the fucking Hades about it all the time. Yeah. It's entirely dependent on emotional state. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. The We're more, more, chill, the more and more chilled out she gets, the more it's just a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so, so it's, it's Hercules. It's Hades from Hercules. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't listening. That may have been said, but I was just. That it was. Yeah, that's what I just said. I think that's what I was confirming, <laughs> rather than pointing out. You know. Um, okay, Samir, as you're skulking, sulking, and I don't have another one uh, in the corner. Um, are, you, are you looking around the room? Are you in your own world? What, what, what are you? What is your action? Yeah, would be? I, I think he's just kind of lurking, slightly kind of dozing, slightly. Yeah, lazily looking around the room a bit. Uh, as you are doing that, you hear uh, a voice to the right of you. You weren't paying enough attention to hear them approach, uh, who just says, uh, Samir Maristus? Yeah. You look to your side, you see a human male, um, probably about the same height as you, a six foot two, um, early 30s probably, so you know, older than you. Um, with these brown sort of hazel eyes, almost like twinkling in the, not actually twinkling, but like, you know, twinkling in the lights. Very big and muscular, so, you know, um, kind of like you, but with age, just like a slightly, slightly uh, more muscular than you. With this smart sort of swept back hair, uh, wearing uh, a fairly nice sort of uh, jacket, um, leather, and these sort of jeans. Um, it's not the sort of greaser leather jacket, it's more dull, more... Um, sports jacket than leather jacket and as you confirm you say yeah he says lovely to meet you i am uh professor longwin i have been told to uh look out for you oh great <laughs> uh, i had a a lovely conversation with your father of course he did and uh, i just want you to know that uh, i am here in case you need to talk uh, and mm -hmm. any extra help uh, is on offer. I know you are in uh, some of my classes, so 
I'm available office hours, and if you need uh, extra help, we can work something out within my schedule. I should have known. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, that was way easier than. Of course, it, of course. Well, thanks. I guess. Um, won't okay. be needing help, but. Uh... I know sometimes it's easier to just imagine that you can get through university without any help, but I'm just saying if things do get difficult, it is not something to be ashamed of uh, in any way, shape or form. We all learn at different speeds and I would rather get you through your course at least first year and then we'll work on the rest. Uh, then you struggle and, and fall out. Can you, um, can you ask Madai to get rid of this problem I've got? Apologies, I don't know what problem you're referring to. If this is a uh, mental health problem of some kind, I'm not allowed to talk about this um, with you or, or sort of these sorts of details unless you really do want to talk to me about it, but I have not been informed prior uh, if there is anything. Oh, okay. No worries then. Okay, well if you do want to talk, obviously I, I, I am available. I don't, but thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll leave you to your day. Are you here alone? No, with my housemates. Okay, well, I'll to know that you're making some good friends. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot in the future, uh, through class and, and otherwise. He specifically did not say he was here with his good friends. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't not say it. As soon as you described them, I knew that was the, the, the long wind. <laughs> <laughs> I took you the same thing. He puts out his hands. He puts out his hand to shake yours. Just look at it. It gives the extra second of like a, come on. <laughs> and, 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 and then I'll shake it. You shake the hand. He's got a firm grip and I'm sure you have too. It's, it's not quite the, you know, alien or was it predator where they, you know, grip strong muscles on show, but you know, um, it's a fairly good, uh, good handshake and he, and he just leaves you to your piece. He walks over to, to, uh, in fact, actually he walks over to. Like, Samir so tried to like do the, like the slightly intimidating hand squeeze and just like, Nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. Just may as well be squeezing a rock. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, he walks over to uh, Velka's desk and they just start chatting. <sighs> uh, there was the final thing you did. You wanted to do a couple of the perception rolls to see, firstly, if Velka's yeah. necklace had stolen. And... Yes, I was just saying if she, if, if either someone took it off her, if she gave it to someone, or uh, if any of the people from either the flat opposite uh, or the people in Gail's flat had turned up to speak to her. Yeah. Um, in terms of people turning up, no, none of them turn up. Um, but in terms of the uh, necklace, uh, I said but as if something was going to happen. No, it doesn't get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone! Already? <gasps> That's going to be the one that nobody gets until the very end. <laughs> Oh, instantaneously. I remember what my other question was from earlier, Alex, that was out of out of game. Yes. The the guy, who, the professor who told us about, uh, you know, these are the three challenges, this is how it's structured over the year, etc. I, I think that he said, you've got to bring them to me. It wasn't, you've got to find them and just find them, was it? Uh, he, yeah, he did say you got to take them to either him or to uh, Professor. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say, if I've misremembered that, and it's just you've got to find them, sorted. Set one, done. Did you say you got to take them to Professor De Fuego? De Professor De Fuego or to... Or um, himself. 
So if we could get Velka to go over and say hello to the Prussian Devil, <laughs> yes. does, that, does that count? That must count. No, so just, so we have to bring them. Yeah, but if we take yeah. her over and say, there you go. <laughs> I, I, you guys I, know uh, that's not going to work. It's clever, but you know it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not clever, it's smart. I, yeah, this I don't is, know why that, I don't this know why is, that would work. This is Naruto, like, this is I the think. first Naruto episode where they have to try to steal the bell off, off of Kakashi, <laughs> and they just get their ass kicked for, like, three months straight. That's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen... Naruto, so I don't know. Well, it's, it's, listen. It's the, it's the opposite of the tuning exam where they have to sit the written paper and <laughs> like three of them pass by earnestly doing the exam and then like 95% of them realise that the exam is fiendishly difficult for a reason and you're supposed to steal the answers off somebody else. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> just do the yeah. thing. You're going to get your ass kicked, but just do the Julie. thing. Julie! See, what have I got in my adventure that allows you to steal... Uh, necklaces of incredibly powerful people. Uh... We still have five more to find. I've got a pen. And now we know anyway. they are, at, at least one of them is necklace sized, so. True. Anyways, uh, you. Is there anything else that you want to do in this room? You, as you all sort of collect back at the, uh, the entrance. I think I'm done. No, cool. I, I kind of want to go steal the necklace. Someone's just in front of everybody, but I feel like that's a really bad idea. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because she did see me watching her for like twenty minutes while I was like over here and like definitely out of her peripheral vision. So she she knows. Think, she'll she'll see it coming for sure. Do you think she can see through illusions? I I think that she was a very very powerful uh, and and accomplished adventurer hundreds of years before we were born. So you know. I can't imagine it's going to be particularly easy to take. She's kind of like, it. she's kind of like in our prime now, right? Yes. So. I mean, so uh, you know, it, it could be a challenge to sort of just pop, unless she's in a good mood, of course. I mean, you could try asking her. You might uh, do better than I did. Maybe I'll I'll just try to be her best student, and then when when it offer that way, you could. Or maybe she'll could. take a nap at some point, and I'll just. <laughs> you could try and like win it in something like small stakes so you'd be like oh if i do really well in this test can i have your necklace and, and then i know and then she can say no but she might be like oh, I, I like your spirit kid well that's what i was hoping was gonna happen when i asked her it didn't work so. <laughs> out of character i totally thought that was gonna work by the way i was i was like no one's gonna have asked her for it and so then <laughs> <laughs> I don't think when, when, one of those when Greg, just Greg walked shows. away and I, didn't I, ask, I was like, no! <laughs> I, I was thinking, it's, it's either going to be incredibly difficult to do, or, knowing Alex, it's just like he's going to assume that no one's actually going to bother asking for it. Well, I, or, or the answer changes depending on whether we did or didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yes. probably, yeah. If we hadn't asked, that would be it. <laughs> I'm just getting the vibe that nothing here is going to be simple. It may be straightforward, but it's not going to be simple. If it's if it was simple, we wouldn't have a campaign. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, not, not a very so. long one, anyway. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Alex, Alex you are simple, correct? Yes. <laughs> anyway, so it's okay. So, we can say Alex said it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, you, you collect up outside of the uh, uh, Great Hall. Uh, it is literally you're a Great Hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like 3 p.m. It's it's like afternoon. 
Um, now, this this is the first time, now that you've gone through all this information, I will happily uh, allow you to sort of dictate the time skip. I'm not going to force you to be like, and this evening, what do you do? And tomorrow, what do you do? Um, I have a thing that I can do in the meantime at some point, but you have, until the next thing kind of happens that you are aware of, you have until Friday morning, 8 a.m., where this course confirmation sign and thing happens that you might not even be going to. So until the end of the week, Sunday, is there anything you guys particularly focus on trying to do? Places that you go, people you speak to, uh, back to the mall, actually, yeah, exploring from, the town. There's one thing, actually. Yes. And that is, from time to time, um, well, while we sort of have time to kill, he, uh, Cal would uh, occasionally go and see if Etch's shop is open. Because he's interested to say hello to Etch at some point. So, what day do you plan on going back to the mall? Uh, we, we've got we've. I think what he'd probably do is keen to see him, but he wouldn't go every day. We're on Wednesday, aren't we? You're currently on Wednesday. Yes. Let me get my calendar up. Here we go. Um, we're currently on Wednesday, so we'd probably go again this afternoon. You know, two o'clock, sometime, sometime after lunch, for the. Um, maybe on Friday, but it wouldn't be Thursday as well. Oh, you said Friday morning we're going to help me. So just just this afternoon, then Wednesday afternoon. Okay. So Wednesday afternoon, Carly uh, proposes to the group that, or should I say, announces to the group that they are going to be going in to the mall. Well, I imagine you. Yeah, I'm going out to the mall. Um, Does he say it like, "Let's go to the mall," and then music starts to play to about? The mall. <laughs> He, he kneels down and produces five boxes with engagement rings. <laughs> <laughs> with we are now a party. <laughs> with <laughs> the mall, does anybody join them? Uh, would Cromwell think that it is too soon to go back to see if the magic shop has reopened? I don't know. I, I feel like I can't tell you. <laughs> well, just because I, I know that the people in the perfume shop next door gave a rough time frame of when they were expecting it to be open, but I can't <clears> quite <throat> remember when that was, how long I mean, they was. vaguely said, um, like, it, you know, maybe a, a week or so, but they weren't aware at all. They didn't even really know what happened. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come with just to see if it's open, but I'll not go into... Yeah. Actually, no, I'll, yeah, I'll come with. Why not? Okay. So there's the two. Anyone else? Mace is staying behind playing base. I'm staying behind. Okay. Split the party. Love it. Um... I open up Tailspar. Um, we're level so one. We don't know that that's not the party yet. We don't know. We gotta learn. <laughs> so you head over to the mall. The mall. Um, so you're, you're going over to the uh, to the. Um, I've got a mall that's made of metal and wood. You're a great mall. Thanks. <laughs> you go over to the mall, and you're heading over to the blacksmith, I believe. Yes, that is correct. Um, and as before, um, you see uh, the same half-orc, who I don't think I ever wrote down the name of, uh, big muscles, these tiny little glasses, working away on some, you know, uh, some blade of some kind or another, you know, heating up the blade, doing this and that. Um, as before, doesn't really pay attention to you. Do you go in and say hello? or? Yeah, just step inside and say... You step inside and... Afternoon! And he looks up like... Oh, all right. How you doing? Nice to see you again. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Don't remember your names. Oh, I'm Cal. This is uh, Cromwell over here. Yeah, just uh, poppy by. I wondered if uh, Etch was around. I, was, I wouldn't mind saying hello to him, but if uh, 
If he's not going to pop him, of course. Great. Would HP popping around anytime soon? I think he would, because you know that everybody would be on campus probably looking to speak to him if they're a student. So he's so currently... He, yeah, he would be. He is elsewhere. So um, he pauses for a second and goes, uh, No, I don't I don't think he's um, around uh, anytime soon. Um, can you roll some insights? <laughs> Insight. <laughs> he's totally telling the truth. 24. 14. <laughs> 14? Um, yeah, oh well. Ed Shane here. You're not really paying attention anyway. Uh, 24? I mean, <laughs> he's not a great liar, is he? <laughs> no, I, I don't I think he's around. Um, we don't next to be around, really. Not here. Oh, what's a, a shame. Uh, if you... Uh, yeah, speak a bit louder. <laughs> if, uh, if he was around, I'd be interested to see him, because I uh, think he used to know my... My old cousin Flint. I don't know what you're shouting, but I, I maybe I don't know. I say you used to know my cousin Flint. <laughs> I, I heard you the first time. Cow, you're being very rude right now. That's a bit uncalled for. I'm, I'm paying attention to the other the door to the other room. Is there any movement? Yeah, you'll hear a. <sighs> <laughs> And very slow. <laughs> I'll open the door. The door opens, and, and then um, yeah, this orc in front of you just goes, "Oh, oh, mate, would you look at that? It looks like he is actually in at the moment." I was, I, I, What's this guy's name? I don't, I don't remember does, his name. How does, how does Cromwell react? He must <laughs> to to Flint. Uh, Anton. Out. His name is Anton. Not, uh, not Flint. Not Flint. Anton, you're a I shitty liar. Um, Cromwell would actually take a step back and move very slightly behind Cal. <laughs> um, yeah, you, uh, so you come out and say, Anton, you're a terrible liar. Oh, I, I traitor, you told me to tell him you weren't in yeah, when people fine. come along. Um, I've no, been it's... working on the, the blade. Um, it's looking all right. Uh, the damage was minimal, but you know what these, these strong leads are like? It's hard to get it worked out again. That's fine. You kids, university students. Uh, that's that's right, Mister Vesfias. My name's. I know I'm uh, not one of your students, actually. Uh, I'm uh, more on the magical side of things. Uh, I, I really want to just just first of all introduce myself, but also, uh, as I said, or oh, sorry, I don't know if you overheard. Possibly, I was <laughs> perhaps talking a little louder than I should, but. Uh, uh, I'm a relative of um, Frikinta, who used to be known as Flint, and yeah. uh, I, I was really interested. I mean, I spoke to, uh, oh gosh, I forgot her surname. What's Velka's surname? Dinzin, or something like that. Dinzin. I was speaking to Professor Dinzin uh, a little earlier, uh, yes, yes, earlier today, uh, because uh, I, where I come from, I, I, so Flint was my I suppose you could call him my sort of cousin, first cousin once removed. Mm. Uh, and where I come from, in he's sort of, uh, well, revered as good a word as any. And I'm just, you know, I'd like to know what he was really like. I've been brought up with these stories, but I, I'd have to talk to some people who who knew him a bit better in the world, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to intrude, though. I don't, I, I mean, obviously, I, I know you're a busy man. To cut in a second, do you want to... <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you want to describe how Etch looks these days? So how old is Etch? Yeah, nine hundred. Uh, he must be getting on a bit. <laughs> how many years has it been? Four hundred twenty-three. Then he is. Yeah, he's. he's... Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> like eight hundred ninety something, I think, yeah. or like so just past nine hundred. About 900. Um, so you guys all know the elves. When they reach 900, they will live somewhere between 900 to 1,000 years. 1,000 is like above 100 for humans, you know, like it's old. Uh, and it's it's the age where that sort of immortal look starts to fade, the wrinkles set in, the hair grays, those sorts of things. Um, so how does Etch look um, wonderfully after another looking, 400 years of life? I'm looking for the mini because I have one. There he is! There he is! Okay, hold on. I'll be honest, I don't really remember what Etch looked like in CT from there. Where's the button? Uh, Etch was, was a thin, uh, a thin-looking elf, very pale, uh, yeah, uh, very pale face. Um, and on the stream now, you can see it's, yeah. it's basically Etch, except has a, a walking stick, a hunch. Oh, yeah. A bit paler, probably. Wrinkles on the forehead, you know, crow's eyes, like a lot of wrinkles cutting in. Uh, maybe a little bit of stubble, like an unkempt mm. stubble, stubble rather than stylish. Uh, it's, and the hair it's a very, um... Imagine, um... Oh god, what's his name? Guy that plays Greg House. Hugh Laurie. Greg House. Yeah, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, but longer. <laughs> yeah, longer yeah, yeah. Hugh, 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 Hugh Laurie is real tall. A long boy, yeah, but, but can, yeah. not just tall, but but long, because his his facial structure is very long and, yeah. and slim in the jaw. Um, but yeah, he's he's got his old man aesthetic of sweater and khakis <laughs> and shoes that he's probably bought the same pair of for four hundred years. Um, his <laughs> cane is very fancy though. Um, you can tell it's something of the higher quality stuff that they kept in the back the last time you visited. Um, his ears are a little droopy, and he's got, like, that, um, reddish auburn hair, but there's grey peeking through now. Is he obviously carrying any weapons? Um, probably insight <laughs> that. <laughs> no, just as in, like, not, not obvious. Or... Okay. N nothing obvious, no. no. Just, just the cane. It's the cane. Let's be Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah, I was napping, you're not bothering me. I just don't like to be... There's a lot of people that want to speak to me, so I try to be selective. Well, um, I can imagine you're uh, quite a, a famous... Uh, uh, I don't know whether to call you man or elf. I mean, you're famous anyway. Uh, throughout the whole of the of Gel, so uh, you saved the world, pretty much. Uh, mm. You must have uh, a lot of fans out there. Yeah, some of them are more... Uh, overzealous than than you seem to be um but flint 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 was a good friend yeah that was he was he was a good man but he was he was he was hot-headed he was um he had a lot to learn when we first met but i think he he, he had i think he he lived his life the way he wanted to and he left his mark in a good way um, That's said he's true. Is definitely not as holier than thou as as they see him over in Alesduin nowadays. But he was just a good man. That's that's pretty much sort of 
conclusion I was coming to. I mean, you hear the stories back home and you'd think he was, you know, walking on water before breakfast every day. But uh, I, I, my, my, my father's was, is a, for better, for want of a better word, he's a, a great fan. My uncle knew him a bit better, but both of them only really knew him in the latter part of his life, but uh, before he went uh, off adventuring, you know. We'll say, so, if you uh, if you want him to be more a little more humanized, he had awful taste in tea. God awful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't think he ever made tea. He tried awful concoctions, just... I'm not sure he ever really learned what good tea actually was. As far as I remember, when he was... I mean, obviously, I, I never met him. My father was a baby when he died, but uh, he used to say he used to drink coffee, as far as I remember. So that's... Mm. that's uh, Perhaps he learned his lesson, I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting thing. Although, actually, now you think about it... I did mention... Oh, no. one out Flint's old book. The, I'm sure uh, I saw something in the old family tea, books you, <laughs> you know, a, We sure? thought we'd escaped. Cups of no, you can't escape. Oh, I can't find you. I'm sure I had somebody with some notes written down somewhere. Here we go. Oh yes, I parsley, sage, and parsley, sage, and bacon juice. I saw that written down somewhere. And I was never quite sure what it was. Are you telling me that was tea? That was yes. Oh, that was one of the worst ones, along with the fish. And this, I saw violet, violet and lavender. That one was pretty so, good. That one was pretty that's, good. And yes, that was uh, that was all you used to do for it. The, the more we traveled, the more unhinged it got, honestly. Oh yes, I think I, I cabbage and fish tea as, as one of them. Rose hip and mackerel. That was the you're one. Me yep. these, are you telling me these were all all kinds of tea? I always yep. I thought always thought these were some kind of spell spell ingredients or something. I no wonder they, they never were. did anything. May as well have been. <laughs> Good. Gracious me. Spell Chamomile, rose hip, and bacon juice. Well, well. You've certainly given me something to think about. Don't tell anyone back home that. They they will try to make it a thing. I guarantee it. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll keep that between ourselves, if you don't mind. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. that's quite interesting, actually. It sort of humanizes him a bit. Or I know he wasn't human, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It, was, it was definitely not perfect. Oh, that's what, really interesting. What about your friend behind you there? Oh, this is Cromwell. Come on. Where are you? What are you, what are you doing, Cromwell? Come, 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 come out from behind you a little bit and go, Hi, hi, I'm Cromwell. I am not related to Flint. Um, <laughs> I, I'm also on the magic side, but not. Um, I'm not one of your students either. Sorry sorry about that. I'm sure your course is very interesting. It's just not, not quite my area that, I'm, that I want to do. I, I don't let many people into my course, honestly. So. Okay, well, that, that's great. That's fine. Um, it's honestly better. I, I trust you more not trying to be one of my students. <laughs> I did toy with the idea, but I thought it sounded a bit... Not quite in my area, but... Yeah. It sounded very interesting, mind you, but... Uh, it is it's very dangerous. Yes, I, I heard that. So uh, I think you'd have to be a, 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 a strong mind to uh, to control it. As always, obviously, you have. I'm not sure about myself, so... Uh, Best not to mess where you don't understand, eh? Yeah, that's that's uh, a lot of the backbone of, of these courses. Yes. But I, I didn't want to uh, take up too much of your time. I just thought I'd introduce myself, say hello, and 
it's very kind of you to give us some time. I, I'll uh, perhaps I'll see you uh, around. We'll be here for a few years, of course. So I'll hopefully pop back occasionally yeah. if you if you don't mind if if that's okay with you. Sure. Could, yeah. Nice to talk about could, the old friend. Could I could I ask you about the uh, just one question about the strange things, if that's okay? Sure. About I guess if you were a strange thing, I I didn't know all that much about them until kind of re- recently, um, and. Uh, it kind of seems like if, like I, I I read some stuff in a book about them and it all seems very high and mighty and powerful. But were you saying about you know humanizing Flint a little bit? I just wondered if like with them being this kind of really powerful group of adventurers, if if you had to say that they had like a like a almost a, a weakness, if something that made them a bit more real, what would that be? Because everything that I hear about them is just, oh, you know, they did all this great works of magic and they owned these dining establishments and they started all this, that and the other. And I just wondered if there was something that was a bit more um, flawed that you'd be uh, willing willing to share. The truth is, yes, they were all very powerful, but they worked all their lives to get there. They, And I mean, at the end of the day, they were just people with a lot of power. They were not gods, they weren't walking around flaunting it. They were troubled, they had their own reasons for being there. And I think they just kind of found themselves in this situation as the only people that could help in the end. I don't think any of them particularly wanted it. Not like they were destined heroes or anything like that. It's really interesting. Ha! <laughs> you wouldn't know it to hear them talking back in the lesbian. That's, that's, uh... Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting insight. Thank you. And I, I think on an individual level, it's easier to talk about people's flaws, but as a group, they they were just one powerful entity. They made up for each other's flaws in that way. So teamwork. But they weren't destined heroes, aside from Elsie, who was literally chosen and resurrected by an old god, <laughs> which I, I would personally count as like slightly <laughs> destined, just a little bit. The only one that was chosen. Yeah. That's just that's that's me. Well, th- thank you for, for, for sharing that. It's, um, interesting to know that they uh, they weren't quite what everyone kind of reveres them as. Well, I don't think anybody, any hero is, is all good, are they? So there's always a, a, a person inside there somewhere. So, uh, but it's good to, it's it's a, it's a, an honour to speak to somebody who was, who was actually part of it and was there when it all happened. It really is. I think I um, feel very... Uh, Lucky to have had the opportunity. Well, I'm here for at least a few more years, decades, probably. So. I certainly hope so, yes. Absolutely. As long as you don't try to get me to talk about, like, the, the big revered stuff like they, they picture them at it. Like, if you want real talk, I'm happy to do that. I'm just not going to Well, that's what I... To... No, 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 that's, that's... I mean, if, you're, if I want to know about the sort of, uh, what should we say, the, the, the public... Image as it were. I can always go to the library and look at a book. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you. That's very kind of you. That's really interesting. So uh, I, I won't take a bit of your time for now, but I'm sure we'll hopefully meet again in the next months and years. So uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. No problem. We'll hobble back into his other room. <laughs> and now, uh, what was the what was the, uh, the the assistant called? Anton. Anton. Uh, thanks, Anton. I, I understand why you uh, 
we're trying to uh, sort of you know protect protect uh, uh, your your employer from us. And uh, I wouldn't say I was protecting. I mean, <clears throat> I, I know you haven't seen him, but uh, he may look old and frail, but I I wouldn't want to take him. Oh, I, know, I didn't. I didn't mean in that way. I'm sure he could. He could close both eyes, go to sleep, and still beat me with one toe. But but what I meant was he must get fed up of people coming and talking to him all the time. So I I, I appreciate why you sort of you know, try and keep people away. But is is uh, it still there or is he hobbling off? No, he's he's hobbled off. He's hobbled off. He sort of leans and he goes, "Well, well I think he was done with people about three hundred years ago." You know. <laughs> I think you know if I'd been in this situation, I'm sure I'd be feeling exactly the same. Uh, I don't know. You live so old as an elf. I'm. It's a, you know, some people dream of living forever, but it seems like you just watch a lot of people die. Well, my family uh, are elves, you know, half of my I mean, it sounds lovely being an elf, though, like, overall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, no, I was, just, you know, I, I was going to agree with you, actually, because, uh, you know, uh, uh. you sort of, I've watched, you know, my uncle, for example, he's been around for hundreds of years, but he seems to sort of, I suppose stopped is. I don't know. You know, you you develop up to a point, and unless you go out there in the world and do stuff, you sort of stop developing, and you just sort of coast. You either coast for five years if you're a human, or five hundred years if you're an elf. You know, so doesn't seem to make much difference to me. I'll tell you what. I'll come back in two hundred years and tell you. I'll be dead. Well, you never know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be dead. Look at butter. <laughs> <laughs> not a strangeling. Oh, he works for strangeling, so you never know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bringing back his workers so he doesn't have to do more interviews. Yes. <laughs> 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 doesn't, doesn't have to pay his pension. <laughs> <laughs> I retire. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, lovely to meet you. I'll, I'll probably pop by again at some point. But, um, yes, I'll, I'll see you. See you around. You, you can sleep when you're dead, which will be never. <laughs> uh, head back to... so you can't stick when you're dead. <laughs> head back via a sandwich shop for to get some lunch back to uh, back to the uni. Where's well, just... your walking? Oh, I, was to see... I was just gonna say I'll just pop pop by the magic shop to see if that has reopened or have still, a sign. To still boarded up. Still boarded up. You can see that like possibly some things, some people have been here. Like things look a little moved around. Uh, still boarded up. You can't really see inside unless you know you're like clawed at one of the little panels of wood or whatever um but nothing there hasn't really been any progress on that you see the uh, but as you are... says closed until you're a higher level <laughs> 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 um you see as you're going back through um town on the way back from the mall uh, assuming you are going back yes assuming crumble's going the same um, way you are fairly obviously approached, just the two of you standing there, very uh, obviously approached by this human man in his late 50s. Uh, this, I promise you, this isn't an offense. This speckled gray hair <laughs> and this uh, bushy beard and these lines appearing on his worn face. It's, it's, sorry. Um, he's wearing this sort of smart shirt and trouser combo that seems to have had better days with small old stains, sort of loose threads here and there, some of which possibly been caught some of which is you know uh extending out and as he uh, approaches he gives this uh, kind smile but on like a like a like a resting sad face 
Uh, and a little, little wave, and he speaks up, and he, and he hunched over a little, just says, but Excuse me, I, I don't mean to be rude, but do you think you'd be able to help me with something? Fireball! I've had to cut this fireball. He explodes! Questover. He's probably about, you know... Um, five foot in height but he's hunched over with a little bit of age and probably work uh so he's actually c c getting closer down towards your cromwell's height than up towards um carly's height do you know i forgot how tall carly is i will uh i will i will not say anything and i will just look, look up towards cal to see what his cal would say the same thing is i would say uh oh yeah hello uh, what, 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 what's, what's the problem how, what's, how can we help well, it's only a small thing, but I've just been having the worst luck with exterminators recently. I've, I've hired a few, but they keep going down to the basement and then refusing the job. And I really, I really don't know why. Uh, sorry, where, where are my manners? My name is Elmer Bestel. I, I own the Corner Crumb, the small cafe in the mall. I got right to Trouble with exterminators, so you're approaching people in the mall to do the job you, you, you must be mall, you must be incredibly desperate well you see you both look more proficient possibly from the university elmer what's his name elmer fudd elmer <laughs> elmer, elmer, elmer episode vis villain <laughs> elmer, elmer bestel 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 yeah bestel needs elmer, exterminators elmer bestel consult elmer. some qualified exterminators. What, what what exactly were your exterminators trying to exterminate? Well, I've had to shut down temporarily because rats got into the basement and now they're eating all the food and I just can't get rid of them. Uh, please, can you, can you, can you rid them? I'll pay uh, five gold pieces each, maybe, and a hot sandwich too. Well, I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm willing to try, but I'm not quite sure. I, <laughs> I can... When, when do you need this doing by? We might have uh, a couple other people who would be interested. Well, I'm happy to wait. I, sooner rather than later, they are taking the stock and making it hard for me to be able to continue the business. If it keeps going like this, you know, I will eventually shut down. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. If you, uh, if you wait at your shop, we'll head, head back. We'll, we'll speak to our associates and um if they're interested we'll come back with them cal uh, if they're not interested i guess we'll we'll come back together well thank you young man it's it's very kind of you so could you just tell us where your shop is then we'll uh in, in the mall, uh, first floor near the back uh, yeah, the okay. corner crumb corner and, crumb. uh i i think it, it would be fair um since uh You've had some trouble securing people to do this. Um, a fee of seven gold per person. Uh, it seems only right, given the magnitude of the challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have misspoke. I did not mean five gold per person. I you, cannot you, afford this. You, you did say five gold per person. I, I did not mean to. Oh. Well, it that's would be five gold for the job. I, I do. I, if he needs help, I don't really see why you shouldn't help him. I mean, you'd be aware that five gold is a lot of money. Like, five gold is, like, for some people, two weeks' worth of pay. Like, people doing fairly well for themselves will get ten gold a month. 
Like, I, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's it's not like a small amount, but it's not huge either. I mean, I just I'm just happy to help if he needs help. I don't see how we should help him. Helm says, "Help those who need it, and help will come to you when you need it." Yeah, but my wallet also needs help, Cal. I, I'm not in a position to be doing labour for free, unfortunately. But I tell you what, I tell you what, you, you it's can not have my for share. free. It's five gold for the job. You, you, you can have my share, right? Are, are you sure? Yes. Oh, that, that's very nice of you. Okay, well, we'll, we'll go get the others and see and, and see what they say. Uh, if uh, and we'll come back and let you know either way. How far away from, from the uh, halls of residence are we? 10-15 minute walk. You're between the mall and the and the okay. halls. So. But if they're at home, we should be back within the hour, I should hope. Okay, it's very kind. So we'll head back. He, he shuffles off, sort of moving about like a third of the speed that you would be walking. See you later. Right, we'll head back to the um, um head back to the uh, the uh, the dorm room then if that's anything. Yes, you to the dorm room. Is there anything other than playing bass that Smear and Maisie have been doing? Um, I think at some point Smear would, well, knock on Maisie's door and then bang on Maisie's door and then just open the door because clearly Maisie isn't going to hear him. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, Maisie? <laughs> Maisie? <laughs> Maisie? <laughs> what? I uh, just um just wondered if you wanted to go and um train on the assault course again at some point, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Like now or tomorrow or? Yeah, we could do. Don't know. Just. How about first thing tomorrow? And by first thing, I mean like twelve p.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll be needed here soon. So maybe yeah. we'll go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what are those feelings? <laughs> yeah. My, my butt crack senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to wash better. No, it's just the chaos. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. How did you know the name of the bee bag? <laughs> um, anyway, um... oh, so eventually, as, as you were talking, you hear the uh, the front door to the. Uh... Well, I was going to say, as you were talking, eventually you hear the front door clink open and a couple of pairs of feet stop stop stomping in. And as you are uh, there and ready to explain the wonderful person that you have just met, take a break. A break. We'll take a break for a ten break. minutes. A break. Take a break. Okay. Take a break. break as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimmish at Dicebreakers D&D. Or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then.